calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am pleased to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about COVID. Will it hurt your relationship? Of course, social isolation, quarantine, changes in your work environment, the closing of public spaces are all factors from the COVID-19 outbreak that are profoundly impacting our close relationships in unprecedented ways in modern history. Sadly, it will continue to impact us in ways we don't fully yet understand. Is your relationship okay? Is it at risk? Well, we're going to check that out and find out, right? So call me on this topic, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. All right, so COVID has created turmoil in nearly everyone's life and established routines that can have consequences in your relationship. Initially, one may think that all this extra time together during the lockdown may be great, but it turns out that many relationships are suffering. As me time went away, coupled with many of our activities, are either restricted or non-existent. We have lost our sense of self. We have tried to invent new ways to establish our alone time, and we've had to concede that some things just cannot be recreated at all. All this can be very stress-inducing. Add to this, the couple's time has changed too. No more movie or date nights, and that wonderful restaurant down the street, well, that happens to be off the table. No more happy hours after work. Heck, you can't even freshen up with a new haircut. All right, so are we fighting more? Have you started to notice more negativity in your relationship? Conflict is not necessarily a bad thing. Every couple is going to argue. What matters is how you fight. And those negative interactions balance out with a few positive interactions. Well, a lot of it comes down to whether conflict escalates and becomes increasingly negative, hostile, and nasty, or whether people are able to successfully negotiate outcomes that everyone can be okay with. A researcher named John Gottman, who studied marriages for decades, has concluded that in order for a couple to have a healthy, functional relationship, the positive interactions have to outweigh the negative ones by a ratio of five to one. The four main things that cause conflict are the following. Number one. Cumulative annoyances are things like not putting the cap back on the toothpaste, the little things that build up over time. So with COVID-19, cumulative annoyances are likely to be a heck of a lot more annoying when you are faced with your partner 24 hours a day. Escalating criticism. 
one of the biggest conflict issues that distinguishes couples who stay together versus couples who divorce is an escalation tendency. One partner is mildly critical, the other responds more critically. Something that goes from a calm, rational discussion to a shouting match. Number three, perceived rebuffs or rejection. Perceived rejection is when we seek support or attention from a partner and they don't respond in the way that we'd like them to. This speaks to some of the safety issues as well as other general anxieties associated with COVID-19. And lastly, number four, perceived illegitimate demands. Illegitimate demands are defined as any request that someone perceives as unjust or even excessive. Right now, with people together all the time, there are extra dishes, tons of laundry, and lots of daily domestic jobs. So if partners feel that the division of labor, or it actually could be childcare, isn't fair, well, that falls in the illegitimate demand category. Other destructive behaviors include contempt, which is name-calling, like calling your partner a slob. Anything that is belittling, insulting, disrespectful, or it could even be rolling your eyes. Defensiveness, denying responsibility for the problem or making excuses. Tit for tat, as it were. If she criticizes his not taking out the trash and he follows with not liking how the laundry is folded, this is not productive. It's basically shutting down, which means not responding to the partner at all. What are some coping strategies to use? Well, use I feel statements. I feel that a particular behavior was problematic and express it without becoming accusatory. So instead of saying, you always leave the dishes lying around, instead say, it bothers me. See what I did there? Bothers me is an emotion. It bothers me to have a sink full of dishes or have the dishes lying around the house. So use I feel type words when explaining your point of view. Take a break. This is not ignoring it and hoping that it goes away. This is taking 10 minutes to collect yourself. Active listening. Well, each partner gets a chance to talk for a set period of time, maybe 60 seconds. So before the second person gets to speak, they have to repeat back to the first person what they heard and the message that they received. This helps to avoid misunderstanding, compromise. This is where both parties reduce their expectations in order to find common ground. No one is 100% happy, but it's something everyone can live with. All right, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about COVID. Will it hurt your relationship? Will you end up fighting more? Will you, God forbid, end up getting a divorce or breaking up with your partner? Let's discuss this and more. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how digital media, how people are using digital media in order to connect. Catch you right back after the break. 
the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about, will COVID hurt your relationship? That's what I want to know. Are you having a lot of stress and anxiety in your home? Call me at 323-642-1677, Now, using digital media to connect, Old bonding activities like socializing, going to the gym, or eating out are no longer available options to us, so we've had to turn to other means to connect with people, like video conferencing calls, text messaging, and social media. While this virtual activity might seem like a good thing, research shows that an increased use of social media is actually leaving young people feeling more lonely and isolated. For some people, these measures are not enough to pull them out of a depression. Some are resorting to overeating, drug and alcohol abuse, or too many hours gaming or watching porn. Now, the elderly population are hit really hard because they may be less familiar with online communication technologies and less connected to their families because of quarantine measures. If you have a family member in this category, make an effort to connect with them in ways that they like, meaning like phone calls or maybe picking up food or groceries for them on a regular basis. Now let's turn our attention to domestic abuse. Pandemic stress, the pressures from working from home, school closures, social isolation have all caused a rise in abusive behaviors in families. So an escalated conflicts arising during a lockdown has led to a surge of cases of domestic violence 
in Hubei, which is the province of the initial outbreak, reported cases of domestic violence increased threefold since the pandemic started. A similar increase has also been reported in many other countries across Europe where lockdowns have been implemented. Of course, the fact that it is possible that the good and the bad are balancing each other out. That is, getting to spend more time with the people we love may counterbalance many of the strains created during a global pandemic. A study of more than 1,500 adults, primarily in their mid-30s, found that 57% felt distant in their relationship and wanted more closeness with their partner. With great adversity, like during COVID, couples reported more disagreements with their partner. Some topics that they argued about included how to properly load the dishwasher or negotiating work-life balance with the kids or perhaps differing views on social distancing importance. Let's talk about divorce in China. So most notably, the high-pressure environment of confinement combined with the financial stress brought about by COVID-19 certainly burdened the economy, and it has led to a rise in marital conflict. So a study in Hong Kong found that a year After the 2002-2003 SARS epidemic, in 2004, the following year, divorces in that city were 21% higher than 2002 levels. Let's compare this to what's going on with divorce in the U.S. Well, a clinical psychologist specializing in divorce in New York City said that she was typically getting three to five calls per week from people thinking about ending their marriage. Now she's getting three to five calls per day. So it has substantially increased. Divorce inquiries among top New York City matrimonial lawyers rose 50% after the first week of lockdown. So on weekdays, a typical couple sees each other for maybe 30 minutes in the morning and then two to three hours in the evening. So time spent together on weekends is greater, but usually diluted by errands, activities, and visits from friends. Now, many of these couples are at home all day and they are just frankly getting on each other's nerves. The lack of intimacy, affairs, and disputes over parenting styles are still leading the pack regarding divorce. What's new is how differently people's partners are responding to the COVID orders. So let's take a look at what that might look like. Well, one person might be obsessing with cleanliness, wiping down every item that's touched all the time, Another common complaint is, I can't believe how irresponsible he's being about social distancing and not taking this seriously. Another says, well, a husband was outraged when his wife took the kids to play at the park to meet with two other school friends to play with over there. He asked, how can I trust her judgment? So nationally, there has been a 32% increase between March and May 2020 on divorce searches during the pandemic, 27% increase in lawyer referrals during that same period. 
out of a study conducted of 734 people in late April regarding COVID quarantines, a study found that about one-third or 31% of couples said that the quarantine had harmed their relationship. Now let's take a look at how it's affecting sex. The theory about a baby boom after quarantine, yeah, no, that might not happen. 43% say their sex life declined and they're now less sexually active. One in five people say that they reached out to an ex during quarantine. Oopsie. For singles, the study found COVID-19 created high rates of loneliness and worry and dating app usage to make a connection definitely has increased. The good news is that they were messaging more and had more thoughtful interaction instead of just swiping left or right so quickly as they formerly had done. Well, I guess there's always a silver lining, right? How about mental health? Well, the COVID-19 pandemic could be a positive wake-up call, which will force the government to pay more attention to equality in mental health resources and services. If our priority was managing the spread of the virus as we move into the next phase of the pandemic, we need to focus on flattening the mental health curve. It's an area we haven't really spoken much about, but it's coming. In the wake of the 2002 2003 SARS epidemic in Hong Kong, a study found that one year after the outbreak, SARS survivors had still elevated stress levels and worrying levels of psychological distress, including depression and anxiety. The good news, despite all these challenges, the pandemic also presents people with the opportunity to critically reevaluate their relationships. For some, it means reestablishing lost connections. During COVID, I've actually kissed and made up with two people that we stopped all communication in recent years. It's possible. For others, it involves reevaluating relationships that just aren't working or perhaps they're even toxic. Life is too short to deal with people who don't add to your life. Let them go. And for others, it means evaluating your relationship with yourself. Are you engaging in behavior that just doesn't serve you? This can be a time of reinvention. For me, I started a giant project a few years ago, and I let it die on the vine. It was just too overwhelming to complete, so hey, I didn't. I figured I had the time now and my editor was also slow during COVID. So it really was a perfect time to tackle the beast. So we are three quarters of the way done, and I hope in the coming weeks we will have completed this project and the audiobook version of my book will be available to you. So look for that. By the way, the name of my book is The Science of Mastering Women, 
the science of mastering women, the real truth about women that will change your life forever. So look for it in the coming weeks. I'm going to upload chapter by chapter until we get through the whole project and then I'll upload the collective version as well. So if you want to pick and choose chapters, you're welcome to do so as well. So for those of you who don't want to read and are happy to listen, maybe you're driving long distances or on a road trip or or heck even just doing your regular errands doing marketing or what have you, if you're working out or whatever and want to listen to a podcast, you can listen to it. So you can listen to the book, Mastering Women. All right. So, oh, by the way, you can find it on Amazon, of course. And for the regular book, you can download the ebook in a few seconds. Or what most people do is they ask for the paperback and they'll ship that to you in about a week or so. So make that happen. The science of mastering women. So anyway, use this time to reinvent yourself, to finally address those projects that you've been putting off because, hey, you have time and resources now that weren't always available to you earlier. So even in the best of times, rough patches are inevitable. 83% consider our partner to be our best friend. So even when we're threatened by events beyond our control, our relationships can be amazingly resilient during times of high stress and uncertainty. You can take the danger zones we talked about in today's program and not be a statistic during this crisis. So put some effort into what you've learned today. Your outlook should focus on behaviors that just don't work and try to work in and incorporate new and functional ways to get through those issues that you didn't formerly get through before. So now you're more motivated than ever, right? All right, so make that happen. I want to thank you for joining our program today. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about combat sleeping So during World War II, there was a U.S. military person who realized that if fighter pilots didn't get sufficient sleep, they would make poor decisions on the job, which could have very fatal consequences, right? So to improve the combat readiness and effectiveness, helping those pilots get a good night's sleep became a priority. They brought in someone who taught them to fall asleep within 120 seconds. So last week, right before the show, I couldn't fall asleep for hours. I figured, well, I'd give his technique a try. Let's find out if you can use some of this technique and help yourself fall asleep in 120 seconds as well. All right. So if you've enjoyed our show today, there are many ways to show your love. You can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link. By the way, my Amazon link is always the book link. So there's no book purchase required, but if you go to the book link on any of my social media posts, that's the correct link. It has the code already embedded in there. Go to the link, save the link to your favorite, and then all you have to do is just start with that link to do your regular Amazon purchasing, right? So you go to it and it doesn't cost you anything more and 
you benefit by helping the show. Amazon sends me a couple cents on the dollar for all your purchases. So I really, really appreciate that. All right. And as I mentioned before, buy my book on Amazon, The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women. Want to give a couple of shout outs here, sponsors to the show by author Vince Barrick, How Not to Become a Millennial, his new book, How Not to Become a Millennial, Learning from America's Largest Sociological Disaster. You'll want to pick that up. It's good for any age group, not just the millennials. Basically, how not to be a dummy. I read it. I loved it. I think you should read it, too. I want to give a shout out to my listeners in Orange County, a regular guest and a supporter of our show here, Michael W. Brown, attorney Michael W. Brown. He's running for Aliso Viejo City Council. I know that I would vote for him if I was in that county. I'm in Los Angeles, but if you happen to be in Orange County, check him out and give him your vote. Michael W. Brown, attorney at law, right? He's a really good guy. And by the way, use his legal services. He won't cost you an arm and a leg. He's very sharp, very quick, and he'll definitely get to the bottom of the problem and get it solved. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Aaron Clary. And he has a new online class that he is promoting. It's called the Minimalist Class. So are you spending more than you make and you want to stop? Well, the psychology is very similar to losing weight. A lot of people want to, but they can't. So Erin Clary has found a way to rewire people's psychology to drastically improve your chances of living beneath your means and being financially sound. Phew, once and for all. The online minimalist class enrollment is only open for five days. And if you're listening to this show live or even on the archive for that matter, if you go to my slideshow, the pictorial slideshow, I have taken a picture of what the table of contents is so you can see what the topics are. So for a limited time, for five days only, from September 25th, to September 30th, he's going to open his enrollment for you to sign up. So if you'd like more information or if you'd like a link to that, you can send me a message, DM me, or you can also send me an email. Go to info at themintadvocate.com, info at themintadvocate.com. And of course, I will take your DMs on Facebook and IG and Twitter and everywhere else that we post, right? Okay. All right. Thank you very much for joining our show today. We are usually here Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we will catch you next time right here on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now. We'll see you then.